like to get more on the bigger picture, Jay Hatfield is with us, Chief Investment Officer, Infrastructure Capital Management. Jay, thanks for being with us. Your thoughts on the overall market here, as I was noting, you know, we're up for this uh, day at this moment, this week, but for one month and this month you're seeing down arrows. What do you make of it? Thanks for having me on, Nicole. We were expecting the market to find a bottom somewhere in the 4,000 range. It did dip you know, below that range, mostly due to the cryptocurrency implosion of, uh, of UST. Um, so um, that was an unexpected risk factor. But we do think most of the bad news has been priced in. The Fed has kind of reached terminal velocity on being hawkish. There's really can't be any more hawkish than they are right now. Um, obviously, Ukraine's been priced in. So we're relatively constructive at the market. Don't think that the balance sheet tapering is that significant um, for the stock market at this point. So we're relatively constructive. I think we're going to range bound sort of 3,800 to 4,400. So you could see some this rate, this rally being faded if it keeps going over the next uh, few days. Tell me about the strong U.S. dollar as a major headwind for growth. Explain what's going on here and what you're worried about in the next six to 12 months. Well, what we think is going to happen is a little bit of 2018 redux. So what happened in 2018, a lot of people don't appreciate this, but when the Fed becomes hawkish, the dollar becomes ultra strong. This happened also in 2018. But what a lot of investors don't focus on is that that actually helps, you would think at the margin would help growth overseas because we would have more imports. But what really happens is that all the central banks throughout the world are forced to raise rates to defend their currency. So we actually think that there's likely to be a global recession that does not include the United States, um, mm. which would cool off uh, inflation. And we'll, uh, the strong dollar will be a headwind. We'll have low growth, but hopefully won't dip into a recession. Right, and then one thing that I thought was interesting where you said Bitcoin, which is around 30,000 today, and when it went below 30,000, people really got nervous, and when it went below 26,000, I mean, you know, this is when people really were shaking in their boots because they probably liked it better when it was 69,000, right? Um, Bitcoin could drop as low as 20,000 as the Fed is running off that balance sheet. Explain that time scenario and what you think you know, over time, where you think that might actually happen? Well, obviously, it's a very unpredictable asset class. But the reason that we really fear that it could go as low as 10,000 even is if you look at another speculative asset class as represented by the ARC ETF, which is profitless tech, they that ETF did a full bubble burst. So it was at 40, went to 170, and now it's at 40. So we really think that it could very well, the same thing could happen to Bitcoin, particularly given the regulatory crackdown that's now likely and the fact that, at least in the United States, it's not legal to create your own currency. Understood. And then uh, as far as sectors, I saw you said, uh, try and focus on defensive, right? Defensive names be a little more in the quality section. You had dividend payers and preferred and telecom. Tell me about that. Yeah, so it, it, we always like those strategies, but right now they're outperforming dramatically. Um, it's the strategies we always pursue. 
But so defensive dividend stocks are, ma are massively outperforming the market. They have reasonable multiples. You get paid to wait. So even if we're wrong about us being range bound and we go lower, you're still getting dividends. You can reinvest. And then on these high quality funds uh, or firms, rather, you can also, we believe, write covered calls, which won't probably hurt you if we are range bound. And we pursue those strategies in our funds. So we think that that, that type of approach, low multiples, asset intensive businesses, it's okay if it's energy, but if you're going to do energy, we would do pipelines and major, super majors where you get substantial dividends. And you also access refining, which is right now at an all time profitability, refining uh, oil into natural gas, I mean, into gasoline and uh, distillate. And then as far as tech in the near term, you're just not touching it, right? Well, I think it, it's, you know, you did see major cap tech, not the profitless companies, but the, the mega cap techs bounce. I think that when Apple hit 140, that was a big support for the market. So if you can find uh, GARP type technology investments, you know, obviously Facebook is at a reasonable multiple now. These larger companies mostly trade at pretty reasonable multiples. So I think that's actually helping to stabilize the market as well. So we would just say, look at your PE or earnings yield and make sure it's reasonable. If you do that, you'll stay out of trouble. You stay away from the Teslas at 12, 1200 and the ARC stocks at 170. If you just look for reasonable earnings multiples relative to the growth. Jay Hatfield, thank you very much. Nice to see you. Jay Hatfield, Chief Investment Officer, Thanks. Infrastructure Capital Management. Thank you.